I've been doing it wrong. What? Being straight? It sucks. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Soul Points. Our topic today, which is like all things social anxiety and um, social interaction, especially under the or like through the filter of mental health (laughs) issues. I am so much better over text. I feel like that I am a person, especially like communicating and like joke wise, like I'm always super witty. Yeah. I feel like the banter is just better. It's more fun for me. Like, I mean, not obviously like when I'm there with a person, you know, especially if I know them really well, like, yeah, it's fine. Like we have fun in person. <laughs> right. But I think like, especially if I'm like, I'm just starting to date someone, uh-huh. it's more fun for me to flirt over text maybe because there's like less pressure of me like because I'm very like I'm always very aware of what I look like and like how I'm holding Mm -hmm. my body and like if I'm getting you know if I'm like giving out too many signals or like not enough signals and so it's a lot of information to process like while I'm also trying to be witty and and funny and smart and all the things yeah totally 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 um so I always feel like via text I'm just more free to be well there's less pressure in the moment I mean that's like that's why I prefer it it's really like depends on the person for me like some people I just can't like even talk to over text because I'm like I don't understand if like I don't understand like if should I be reading this as if you're saying like I don't even understand the speech pattern like I don't understand the sentence structure like I literally can't we can't even we can't even we can't even um very good point very good point but, but I found the, 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 the opportunity to like collect a thought and craft it is wonderful because I am also like, if I'm in person with someone, I'm like thinking about what they're saying while I'm thinking about what I'm going to say while I'm like, I wonder if my face looks weird right now. <laughs> while I'm also like, is this how a normal person's reaction face would look like? And then I'm like, Oh God, am I, um, you know, mentally ill, which yes. And then it's just like spirals and spirals. And I'm like, I wasn't. I don't know. I think, yeah, I probably don't listen to what people are saying like as deeply as I should, because I, I'm just like, yeah, I, there's, there's a lot going on. There's like a lot of inputs coming at me. (laughs) Yeah. And there are so many, like with, you know, the mindfulness movement and like being in the moment, there are so many messages coming out saying like this is how you're supposed to be listening you're supposed to be present and in the moment and like not think about what you're gonna say next but then I'm like okay like when I try that I kind of just like feel like an idiot because if I don't have something prepared to say when you stop talking then there's an awkward pause and then I'm like wait like now I have to figure out how to like continue the conversation and I hate awkward pauses. I hate awkwardness in general, especially with people yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I feel like pauses feel very comfortable to me with people I know. But exactly. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's the people you don't know. And because they're, yeah, you're just, you're like, we're going to talk for, I don't know how long, if you're in person, like a couple hours. And like, this is pretty much, this interaction is pretty much going to determine if we ever see each other again. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. So it's like, yeah, don't fuck it up. <laughs> 
talking to humans. Talking to humans. How do we do it? Uh, or do we not do it? <laughs> or how do we not do it? <laughs> I really go I go back and forth a lot on whether or not talking to humans is worth it on any given day. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like so since my job has been very dialed down because of like our main contract is down. And so there's not a whole lot of work. Um, I don't get as much human interaction as I used to. Um, but for most of, you know, my first year and a half there, I was constantly talking to people and people constantly needed stuff from me. Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought I hated, but like now that I don't have it, I'm like, I kind of like miss that adrenaline rush and like always like being able to solve the problem and like being able mm-hmm. to um, like be the hero and like figure shit out. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's yeah. And like now, um, and I'm kind of taking on some like other responsibilities and like doing contracting. Um, Cause I have a new supervisor and I've told her, I was like, I don't think this is going to work for me. Like I'm going to, I'll <laughs> no, do it. Good. You know, like I'll do it for as long as you need me to. I'm happy to pitch in. Like I've done everything else in this company, but it's not like my brain just shuts off. Like it's yeah. such repetitive, like work that like doesn't grab my attention Yeah, that I have to like force myself to do it. Like I set a timer of like, okay, for the next 15 minutes, Vera, like Vera's brain for the next 15 minutes, you have to do that. Like you have to concentrate on this. You can't do anything else. You can't distract yourself. Like you have to do this fucking spreadsheet. And it, and like government contracting is so idiotic. There's like so oh many God. things that are documents that are, you know, exactly the same that you have to submit in like a certain manner that doesn't make any sense because it's Mm -hmm. so redundant and it's Mm -hmm. like such a waste of time. And, Mm -hmm. oh, like I, the same form that's never been updated (laughs) since like 1992. And like, I am a person who like my strong suit is efficiency. Like I find things that I like that can be cut out and that can be simplified and uh-huh. I cut them out and simplify them. Like that's yes. what I'm best at. And so having to do things like, no, this is the way that you have to do them, even if it's redundant and stupid. Yeah. It makes me <laughs> <Yeah>. enraged. <laughs> yeah, this is like the exact job you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like 100%. So you need yes. more human interaction. Yes. On your day to day. Yes. And so when I when I first started and for like a year and a half after that. Um, we were definitely like super understaffed and, and so I was overworked, like I was working overtime a lot. And so I think I burnt out pretty quickly from being so bombarded with so many things, but I definitely thrived in that environment of like, it's like, it's a selfish thing, but like, I like to solve people's problems. Like, 
Yeah. I like to be the know-it-all that's like, even if I don't know it, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to tell you what to do. And like, right. I'm going to make your job easier. Or like, I'm going to like help this customer, you know, I'm going to save their day. Like p- part of it is like, yeah, I like to help people, but ultimately it's about me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, well, it's fun to operate from that place of like extreme confidence. Like yes! I, like my previous role it was the same kind of thing where I had like done so many things or it was just such a small place. And I knew the ins and outs of how every like little system and process worked or most of them, the, like the crucial things that kind of needed to like keep business running. Yeah. Um, and so it was, yeah, just like, like, yeah, there were days where it felt like, like you walk in and people are like, oh, thank God you're here. I have this, yes. this, this. And then you're like, okay, do that. And then you go into your office and someone's like, okay, good. What do I do with this? And you're like, do that. And it's just like, oh my God. Yes. It's, it is like an amazing high. It is. And then you're like, oh God, what happens if I, like, what if I got hit by a bus before I got in the office? Like, would this whole place have crumbled? Like, this isn't a good system. More people need to know things. But anyway, that's, so that is nice. And I, found that when I was at that job, I was like, oh, I've never really enjoyed a job this much. Not, not in that role. Cause I was, it was just chaos, but, um, being somewhere that being in a role that like did require a little bit more social interaction, but always being the one that like knew the answer mm-hmm. is great. Now yes. I'm in a job that like still requires some social interaction. None of my jobs have ever like really, <laughs> that's really been a part of like, I'm, you know, it's just not what I do. But, um, but now I'm operating from a place of like no knowledge about like anything and it's awful. And I hate any type of social interaction I have to have. I mean, I've been there long enough now where I should have some knowledge of this stuff, but like I kind of haven't been prioritizing learning it um, because I'm not super motivated, but um, yeah, but I hate, I'm like, if I could talk to no one at work, that would be better. Yeah. Because I, yeah. Cause I, cause the social anxiety of like having to approach someone and I'm like, well, I don't know this thing. So I have to ask this person and like, I know it's illogical, but I think, oh, they must think I'm an idiot. They're probably like, how did they, even, why did they even hire her? Oh my God. Yeah. I hope they don't tell other people that I don't know anything. Cause I'll get, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's so irrational. Ooh, work, social anxiety is fucking real. Like Especially, I think, for a certain personality type. And I've been working on this for a long time of, like, no one knows anything until they learn it. Exactly. And it's actually an asset to be able to ask questions. 100%. And I think, like, the reason... And, like, I've learned so much on this job. And one of the reasons why I ended up knowing so many things and, like, being given so many opportunities and responsibilities was because... I asked my boss and my boss was my CEO and like, she's super intimidating lady. And like, she goes a million miles an hour. But I think because I just had no choice, I was like, no, like, can you please clarify this? Okay. What about this? What about this? And then I would like summarize everything like, okay, so can you tell me like, did I miss anything? Because otherwise I would just like fuck things up and like, they were really important things. Um, yeah. And you're like, it's not worth, worth the time we're going to lose. Like I'd rather just look dumb and ask a question Yes, and like say, yeah. And just, yeah. Because you're, cause you're in like go mode. You're like panic mode. You're like, we can't lose a dollar or a minute. (laughs) Well, it's like, I can't make a mistake because we may lose our contract. Like we may be blackmailed by the (laughs) government. Yeah. Not worth, but I'll look smart. Right, yeah. (laughs) That would have been so embarrassing if I had to ask. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I never, if people come and ask me questions, I'm, I never, I'm just excited I know the answer. I yes. never think twice about, you know, why didn't they know it or whatever. I'm just like... It's not true. <laughs> it's not true for me, um, but that was only in case. Like, if someone doesn't know anything, I'm super happy and excited to teach them or like to show them the answer. But if people consistently ask oh, me yeah. the same questions to things that that are part of their job that they should be like they should know, especially if these people make more a lot more money than I do, then I get a little bitter. Yeah. Like yes. a lot better. Yeah. Um, I'm like, how, how do I know everything? And like, you make twice as much money as I do. Yeah. What is wrong with this picture? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yeah. But wait, what about this specific personality type for social anxiety at work? Cause I think I'm one of those people. Like it's always like I, it'll take me like years to warm up to a job, like to the people yeah. at um, a job. And this place is so like the place that I work at now is very different because well, actually like for the first year, probably year and like a few months, I was not friends with anyone. I did not socialize with anyone outside of work. Um, but we did have some like pretty toxic personalities <laughs> in the office. Cool. And my boss was very smart about like the people that she wanted to keep and like she kind of saw like okay these people are not really aligned with like what we're trying to do here yeah um so after those people were gone it was just a lot easier like awesome. everybody was on the same page everybody was a team yeah you know what i mean like there's no like throwing people under the bus like people were accountable everybody was yeah just like on the same page and like not there was like no toxic personalities anymore and so it was a lot easier for me like yeah I'm very guarded I'm just like hyper vigilant <laughs> um yeah. you know just like <laughs> due to you know childhood trauma and like <laughs> shitty relationships and so I'm always not so much anymore um thank you therapy but like pretty much up until about a year and a half ago was very vigilant about yeah just like who I trust and who I let into my life. And so, yeah, like after those people were gone, it was like, okay, I can like relax a little bit. Yeah. And like, I trust everybody here. Oh, and also for some reason, I don't know where I got this idea, but like, I always thought that you have to be super professional at work. I, I like always thought from it's like an HR, an know. HR perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I have to be super professional, especially if I'm a manager. Like, I have to have people respect me. Uh-huh. And I can't, like, talk about my personal life or, like, be vulnerable with them. Blah, blah, blah. Which, like, turns out, especially in a small company, is not true. And it's actually, it actually helps you bond with your team and, like, helps your team trust you yes. when you do reveal those vulnerabilities. and. Totally they get to know you on a diff- like a different level but it took me such a long time to learn well, that I f- yeah cuz i feel like it took me a long time too but i mean it really obviously depends on the workplace or like the industry even but yeah that one's like it's hard to know when you're just like going into the workforce what's okay because you do like have a lot of orientations or at least i did like from hr about like what's appropriate <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I've always yeah. worked for like small companies, I guess. Like I worked for this startup where like everybody was sleeping with everybody. Mm-hmm. And there was just like weird dynamics between like I was a recruiter, so like between like tech people and non-tech people. Yeah, for sure. Um and so, and I, like, never felt like I was, like, respected in the same way. Yeah. And then... And let's be frank, you probably weren't. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, as someone that's, like, always been, like, operation side or, like, yeah, yeah not, like, program. Like, not the star. Not, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you're not as respected. Exactly. <laughs> and you exactly. never will be. Yeah. <laughs> Your skills will never be valued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so workplace, social anxiety... I feel like I've gotten a handle on it, um, but I think it, like, paralleled my, just, like, working on myself in therapy and just, like, being more trusting with people in general mm-hmm. and and maybe just, like, getting older and, like, giving less of a shit. Yeah, I think it's that because, like, when I was younger, I think I thought that, like, to be close with your coworkers or like connect with them on a less professional, like on a not straight and professional level that everybody had to be in everybody's shit. <laughs> but like, that's not like you can, you can know something about someone's personal life without like having to be involved in it. And I think that's the, I think you just get older and you realize like, Oh, I can like know that this person like is fostering a dog or whatever, or like just broke up with their partner or whatever. But like, we don't have to, like, I don't know, go to happy hour and, like, go crazy about it. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we don't have to make it, like, a whole team thing where we're, like, talking about it all the time. We can just... There's a chill. middle ground. There's a middle ground. What about outside of work? <laughs> outside of work, I have less social anxiety. I, the end. It doesn't mean I often feel social. I de- usually don't. Yeah. But when I do, I'm, I'm like, I just kind of don't care anymore about what, how I come off. Um, I don't care. Tell me more. I don't care. Because I want to get there and it's, it's a lot better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't really like hang out with the same types of people anymore or like, mm-hmm go to the same types of places where Mm -hmm. that used to make me feel like I have to be like on my A game. Right. Um, but I still have a lot of that. Yeah. I think I've just like, I think it's, you just know. So like with people I know, well, I, uh, when I'm social with them, I enjoy it because I like them, <laughs> right? And then, like, if with people I meet, it's kind of like you know immediately if you're going to like them or not. I really do feel that way. Like, I I mean, you just kind of know, like, is this – am I you, – maybe you don't know if you like them necessarily, but um, if it feels natural, then I'm good. Like, yeah. if, it, if I'm talking to you and it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm stressed out because this feels, like, small talky and, like – networky, you know, like I hate that. Like if it's just, if it's like a natural thing, then I don't have to think about it. And if it isn't natural, then I'm like, oh, I don't need this person. Why do I need to force any kind of anything with this person? I don't care if they don't, I'm not going to like go out of my way to 
talk to them because I don't really care to like force a connection. And I don't care if they like me. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, why f- at this point? Yeah. Why? Why? Why force anything? If it feels like work, then I feel like I recognize it quicker. And then I just kind of like decide. For me, it's hard because like sometimes it is work initially, but only like to get over the hump of like the awkward small talk. Cause like I can think of a few people that like didn't feel natural right away, but it may have been just because like of my own, like being in my own head. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, like when I got to know them, like now it's very natural and I, you know, like I love them and then we have a great time. Mm-hmm. But initially maybe that's just like my own awkwardness and like my own being in my head. I feel like most people I meet, start off with small talk because that's just like how things are in society. Yes. And that never feels natural to me. So I feel like sometimes I just have to like do it Mm -hmm. to get to like talking about shit that matters. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like I've definitely gotten better at not like, wanting everyone to like me all the time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and I actually um I think it was like a couple of weeks ago in therapy I and this is like my weird EMDR therapy we were just like random thoughts and like random realizations just come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and I realized especially on things like dates even when I don't really care which like most of the time I don't care If, Mm -hmm. like, this person likes me or not, there's, like, zero pressure. I, like, they're probably, I'm probably not going to, like, click with them. And this is just, like, a thing to do on a Friday. (laughs) There's, like, could not be less pressure. Something gets stuck. And so, there, there have been so many times where I'm just, like, I have, like, two things to wear. Like, two (laughs) outfits or whatever. And I cannot get out of the door. I'm like, okay, let's try this one on again. Like, oh no, let's try yeah. this one on. I'm like, no, let's try. Th- okay, like, Vera, just make a fucking choice. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And like, underneath it all, I think there's just like a fear that like, if I don't look perfect, then like something bad is gonna happen. Which like, right. I know on you know on a logical level, that is not fucking true. Like, <laughs> nothing is gonna happen. But I feel like my, like, primordial lizard brain's like, no, you have to look perfect, which, like, what the fuck is even that? Like, what right. does that even mean? And how would you, yeah. And how would I know? And, right. like, <laughs> these two choices are probably both fine. But, like, it causes me distress. Like, I, like, waste so much time doing it. And I'm like, no, like, just wear, like, wear what you have on right now. Just, like, go out the door. And I, like... My brain's like, nope, like, turn around, go back, like, try this other thing on. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but it's... I feel like on this specific thing, um, I, don't, I don't know why more people don't know this, but this is 100% a fact I feel very strongly about. <laughs> Facts are things you feel strongly about. Of course. <laughs> in, this, in this situation we're talking about, in this, um, like, male-female dating 
situation. Men do not notice what women are wearing and women do not notice what men are wearing unless it's like egregious. or there's like a thing like I, my friend, maybe I've already said this, a coworker and I were talking, he's male about, I don't know, something he said like, Oh, you, maybe I was wearing like boot. I don't even know what it was. He's like, Oh, you have boots on. I'm like, yeah, I wear boots every day. He's like, Oh, Oh, I just, you had them on today. I was like, wow, they're, I didn't know she wore boots. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then, and then like a couple days later, he was like, see something about like the shirts he wears. And like, oh God, like he probably comes off like such a square. And I'm like, I literally can't even picture what that your shirts look like. like I see you every day. I can't even pick like, is it long sleeve? Is it colored? I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't pay, no one pays attention. I feel like women dress for women and I don't know who men dress for. That was just my clothing rant. <laughs> That has not been my experience. <laughs> I um, yeah. It's probably the experience for most people. And I... I mean, I've definitely noticed like bad clothing on men. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And I've but also... It usually doesn't deter me. And this is probably just a reflection of like the type of men that I date. Um, but the last guy that I dated, he was very into appearances. Mm. And so... Especially in the beginning, I felt like I had to impress him with, like, my style. Okay, sure. And then I kind of, like, slowly just was like, this is just too much work. But anytime I wore something new, like, afterwards, like, anytime I would, like, wear, like, a bright shirt or, like, anytime I wore jewelry because it was, like, out of the norm for me, he was like, oh, wow, like, you look so, like, you look great. <laughs> or, like, oh, interesting. oh, like, he would comment, like, oh, no, he wouldn't even say you look great. He would say, like, oh, that's, like, such a, like, that's a great shirt. Like, oh, I love that color. And, like, you know, <laughs> but maybe nice. it's because, like, he is very into his appearance. And, like, he. Yeah, I also takes just never. Yeah, him. I guess shit. A long time to get ready. Like, it takes him longer to get ready than it takes me. I see. Um, so, yeah. Maybe I, I should just date men who don't <laughs> give a shit. But, like... Maybe. It could also be, like... This is dumb to say, but possible, like, a SoCal NorCal thing. Maybe. <laughs> because I'm really trying to think. And, like, the men I've dated I haven't been... Have truly not cared. Have never noticed... I mean, they'll be like, oh, that's a neat, I don't know, jacket or whatever. But it's not like, it's just because mm. they it, they just had noticed it for the first time. Like, no one's ever, like, holistically taking in my look. It's like, oh, that um, looks different and shiny. Like, what about other people? I'm like, I know people, yeah, I don't really know. I think people are definitely into appearances up here. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm crazy. Um, but, um, but, yeah, yeah, they're not giving a shit. It's just like... Yeah, I just don't care if... I think I used to... Like, I'm thinking about you deciding which of the two to wear out. I think I used to think that, like... Especially, like, on, like, a night out. Whether it was, like, going to a date or, like, a party or, like, a friend's whatever. Like, it was always, like, anything could happen tonight. I could meet anybody. Like, mm. I could... Like, everything could change when I walk out this door and now I'm like, but it won't like, it's not. So like, I'm not going to, which like, it goes along, I think with the FOMO thing, which I've never really had because I am, I'm an, I'm an introvert person, but, um, it's like, you kind of know the scope of what's going to happen. Like, you know, the parameters, like you're not going to meet the most incredible person. Probably like, 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such like a dead end way to look at it. But, um, no, I totally but yeah, agree. Like, no, there's just like no pressure on anything. I'm like, well, nothing, it's not really going to matter if I go and socialize or not. <laughs> Ultimately. So if like I'm in the mood, I will, but I'm not going to, I'm not like pressed for anything. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not offended if, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I still, um, this is probably just like the residue from my previous relationship, um, where I was, I was made to feel bad for my introversion and for not being, Oh, totally. I was too. Um, yeah, like not wanting to hang out with his friends or like not wanting to drive up and visit his family. Like, I like he oh, like specifically in the relationship, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, he, that. like he would make me feel like something was wrong with me, mm-hmm. and so now I'm like, okay, am I spending too much time alone? Like, like I have to do at least one thing this weekend. Like <laughs> I have to, you know, like talk to other people, and sometimes I feel like that's the pressure. Um, whereas like, I think, yeah, like if I'm like genuinely excited to like go to an event or like, um, like this weekend I'm going to, there's like, um, an art thing, um, with a bunch of my friends who are doing, um, like one of them is an author is going to be doing a reading and then there's going to be like sketch comedy and like, they're all like women in comedy and like, I'm excited for that. Or like certain, you know, improv shows, like I'm excited for that. But I think if they're just like, oh, like someone's birthday party at a bar and I'm like, all right, like it's been a few, you know, like it's been a weekend or two since I've like done big social things like I (laughs) should go. Yes. And then I also feel like I think like my biggest fear in life up until recently has been like, I just don't want to be a burden to anybody. Mm -hmm. And so... My whole MO (laughs) is just like walk into a room, apologize for being there. Just like, so sorry. Yes. The high. (laughs) I know you invited me over, but I'm so sorry. I'm here in your space. (laughs) Can I hold anything for you? Like it's fully insane. Can I do your laundry for you? Yeah, exactly. Like if I, if I'm here, that must mean like I must earn my keep. Exactly. So I have to be entertaining. Like, I have to be witty. I have to be entertaining. I have to be in my A-game. Like, if, you know, like, if you decided that I'm good enough to be in your presence, no matter who you are, like, even mm-hmm. if you're someone I don't like, if you're <laughs> tolerating my presence, then I have to, like, pay you back with my sparkling personality. Exactly. So. No, I get that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's that really crops up in like one-on-one interactions a lot with me. If I'm like, yeah, if I'm in someone's space, that one's hard. <laughs> and especially if I'm not, if I'm not on my A game, like if I'm, you know, if I'm like in a rut or if I'm not feeling great, like physically, or I find mm-hmm. that um, my brain also goes through like stages of like how easy it is for me to think about things or like how easy it is for me to be funny and make jokes. And if I'm in a space where I feel like my brain is slow. Yeah. 
that I'm like, all right, like, why would this person want to hang out with me? Like, I'm just going to be a burden to them. I'm not funny today. Like, I'm not witty. I'm not bringing anything to this relationship right now. Like, even if it's somebody that I know really well, like, if it's like someone I've been dating for a while, I'm like, you know, I wake up with them on a Saturday morning and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be entertaining today. So then I just like make an excuse and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Like, like, I think it's important to know, cause I'm, I'm the same way where I'm just like, yeah, there are times when like, this isn't, I'm going to feel bad the whole time I'm hanging out with this person because I'm not in it. And like, I'm not going to, yeah, it kind of like, it does toe that kind of gross line between like, um, like human connection and like performance. I'm like, I don't like, yeah, I won't be able to like perform well for them, but it's like, yeah, I won't really be able to like engage in the way that I feel good about our, like our dynamic or how we engage. So I think it's like, okay, like obviously important to know that that other person is not thinking that at all, like would not be like, that was a weird hangout. I'm going to evaluate my my (laughs) friendship with this. Like, obviously that would never happen, but just knowing that this is going to be a weird thing for me in my head this whole time. And that's just not worth it for me. So like, I'm just going to bow out. Like, I think that's super, super important, which I, yeah, which, and that's why I like, I don't hang out a lot of times with people. Like I don't say yes to a lot of things. Cause I'm just like, no, that's not, I'm, that's just going to cause more social anxiety so I'm gonna skip it like I know I've learned the lesson I know better yeah so I skip a lot but then you do have to capitalize on the times man when I'm on it I am on it well but sometimes you're on it but it doesn't matter so like I like last week I have a friend who I I really like but he's just kind of a lot so we don't hang out a ton um, he's just kind of like draining yeah but um but I do genuinely like him and so I feel bad every time I say no I can't hang out. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so he was having like a party on his roof because the weather was supposed to be nice a couple weeks ago. It was like freezing cold and everybody was in like their full overcoats the whole time. But um, but he was like, yeah, it's just it'll be like a quick early evening thing um, after work on like a Thursday. So I was like, this is perfect. It's like a thing in his house. There'll be other people. I can like pop in, like see him for 10 minutes, whatever. And like, and I'll like, you know, I can kind of like check off my my friendship duty because <laughs> this one is you know a tenuous one and I didn't know anybody there except for this the person and his wife and um but I was just like we'll just see maybe you know I don't I don't need to make a friend there just really gonna you know say hi to this person catch up maybe meet some people maybe not maybe go um I ended up talking to this person who I had met once before at a wedding a while ago and I was drunk at that wedding, yes. And do remember him being, like, a normal, like, attractive, like, probably, like, would have, like, oh, I had I been sober, I, like, should have paid more attention to that person. Mm. Um, it's a lot of those. Yeah, luckily I did not, because I did end up talking to that person. And it was, like, the most insane conversation just in that we had fully nothing in common at all. <laughs> and it, so I was just... It was like, because I am in my new, I just don't care. I was like, this is kind of hilarious that like, he's really having, trying to have this conversation and he cannot find a thing to talk to me. Like it was like, first he was just like, oh, like how, like, did you, like, how, how'd you get here? And then like, did you drive from work? And I was like, oh no, I took, um, the BART. He's like, oh, I don't, he's like, oh yeah, I don't, I've actually, 
I don't really take it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I usually take Muni, like another train. And it was just kind of like, oh, wow. <laughs> so like, okay, so clearly you're, a, you're, a, you're an afraid of public transportation person that's already telling me, like, a lot. <sighs> and then I was like, yeah, well, actually, I don't want to, like, freak you out, but I took BART to, like, the 24th Street stop because I had to return a book at the library. And he was like, oh, the library? <laughs> and, like, that kind of freaked him out. And then, like, we were talking. He was like, what do you do? And I was like, I work at a publishing company. And he's like, oh, like, that's why you're at the library. And I was like, no, I just, like, use it because that's where, like, they have books you can get. And he's like, wow, I never would have thought to do that. I would have just gone on Amazon or, like, my Kindle or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, people still still using those library. Like, they got a ton of books. He just, like, or free. could not. It's just, oh and, he, oh, and he was just, like, talking about, like, all of his travels over the summer. Like, and he was going, like, Istanbul and London or whatever. He's like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I have zero travel plans. Yeah. He's like, so what do you do? And I was like, I really don't do a lot. It's like, I walk around Golden <laughs> Gate Park sometimes. and like, I go to the beach. It's like, but honestly, I don't really have hobbies or activities. <laughs> and it was just, like, kind of joyful to talk to this human who was not having a fun time in this conversation, <laughs> but just being like, you're asking these questions. I'm answering them. Like, what do you want, man? It was great. I need to do that. Okay. This is like... I was like, this is why I am have am not excited about dating at all. Because this is... You... He was like, yeah, I just, I finally moved to the city. I was, like, living, like, in southern San Francisco and, like, or south San Francisco. And he's like, and I, he's like, I'm mad it took me so long. Like, I was afraid just because, like, all the stories you hear. And, like, he's like, but it's really not that bad. Like, there's not, not that many homeless people. I'm like, for you to say that in this dire situation the city is in right now. Yeah. Is so insanely, sh- like, I'm just like, who are you and where did you come from? And how do you think we could possibly communicate I was just like what the fuck are you saying oh, I need to that thing where like I said a joke but then he said it louder back to me as if he had thought of it because do you like it when guys do that yeah that was cute I was just like oh you're just you're ew. drowning right now buddy I really want to try this technique on the next date that I go on mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, like, I think that's my, my biggest, um, my biggest issue with dating is that I feel like I'm dating all these men who, like, maybe it's just Bumble. I don't know. Like, I, I never, like, like, even see a guy who, like, doesn't have a college degree or, like, is not, like, yeah. a financier, you know, <laughs> or, like, an yeah. engineer. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But, like, and, like, we can have stuff in common, you know, like pop culture wise or like maybe things that we read or think like, I don't know, but it's, yeah. Like anytime, um, I go out on a date, they're like, yeah. And like last year I've been to like 20 countries and here's my loft in little Italy. And like, I just bought a fucking Tesla and I'm like, it's, and it's this feeling I hate, which is I've I'm, and I'm embarrassed that I've done it for so long and I still do it occasionally because it's easy as like the performing of, um, in, like, oh, I, that's impressive. These things you're telling me, oh, these, this, this is impressive, which I do because that's what we've yeah. been taught to do, you know, or whatever. I don't know why I do it, but like, because I don't, nothing could impress, like, there's nothing, I, think, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, I, I think never. it's because, and like, for me, I think it's because just like as a woman, it's ingrained in me to, like we kind of talked about it, like before, like fawn over a guy. Yes, totally. Because I don't want him to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> and most 
not most, a lot of men, um, just like to be, they like for the woman to like mirror back to them how great they are. Right. Exactly. They want confirmation because they're like yes. doing all of these things like to, you know, exactly. to set themselves to, up to be this perfect mate. Yes. And yeah. Exactly. And, and they've um, been told that we value these things above all else. So yes. they're, Yeah. And I was actually, I was listening to, um, the Pete Holmes podcast and, um, he had a comedian on, um, forgot her name, but they had a great conversation about, um, how like for, for male comedians, when they go on the road, they like get a bunch of groupies and like all these women want to mm-hmm. sleep with them because they're funny. Right. But it never happens to women. I've heard that, yeah. Never. And Pete was like, yeah, like, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but, like, from what I've heard and just, like, as a male, like, when you're a, co- when you're a comedian, you, you're basically, like, changing somebody's body chemistry. Like, you're changing how they feel yeah. in that moment. And so for a man to, for a woman to do that to you as a man is threatening, because, like, that means, like, she has power over you. And so most, if not all, like, from what I've heard, like, female comedians don't get, like, guys are like, oh, yeah, you're so funny. I want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. That does not surprise me. Like, of course, yeah, I can't even imagine that, like, those two sentences being formed together. <laughs> and for me, like, I, like, I'm like, okay, so. But then I'm like, okay, so what do men find attractive? Like, how am I supposed, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, I'm not going to, like, try and be something that I'm not. But I'm like, but what do they find attractive? Like, if they don't find, if they don't find a sense of humor attractive, like, what, like, do they just want a girl to sit there and be like, oh, my God, your life is so impressive? Kind of, I think. I think, like, and I, obviously, like, on a very general level, I'm like, I don't want to offend anybody, but... I do feel like men don't always look at women as whole humans when they like mm. look at them in that way. Yeah. You're like not, it's not like you're not looking at another human. You're looking at like, I mean, yeah, like an object or like, you know, a thing you would like to get and you don't, you don't, I don't, I don't think they're terribly concerned with 90% of our I'm going to say with, they're not concerned. They're they're not concerned with like 20%. Let's like they care about like 80% of us. Like that's not even a lot. I mean, just like as, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Depends on the person. But I feel like, yeah, if I'm looking at like a man as a dating option, as a romantic interest, I'm like kind of looking at every aspect of like, yes! what's his sense of humor like and what's his relationship to like, I don't know, like money, like, and like, what's his relationship to politics? And like, what is, I don't know, like, is he cool to his friends? And yeah, like, I like, I want to know holistically everything about this person. And I, and I think it might be a little bit of the opposite. I don't think men are terribly interested with like most things about you when they meet you. Um, for like like a while, like, I think it takes a while for guys to kind of be like, Oh, like you, like, I don't know, have like deep obsessions with weird things sometimes, you know, like you have depth, you have like these, yeah. I've been doing this whole thing wrong. I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) What? Being straight? It sucks. Um, No, because I like to me, I guess because 
I'm just like super silly that way. And I'm like, oh, like this is what I'm looking for in a person. Like they're probably looking at the same things. Like they're probably want to see if like I can hold a conversation, like if our sense of humor is the same, if I can make them laugh, like to me, the best compliment a guy can give me is like, oh, like you're really smart. And like, you make me laugh. Not totally. like, oh, you have an amazing body. And I'm like, right. I don't give like, I don't care. Like that doesn't make me feel good when you tell me that. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You're just like, okay, I like randomly have some genes in my DNA or, you know, like, yeah. And like, cool. oh, Thank like, you. yeah. Like I have breasts and an ass. And when you see them, you think about like passing on your genes, like whoop to do. <laughs> Like, I didn't work for this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it just makes me sad. And then I'm like, so if I am. I don't think it's that they don't. I don't think it's they think that women like aren't those things. I just don't even think that. Like, I think it's a very small scope of like the lens is small of what they're looking through as to like what's. Yeah. What's like a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Like I don't. Also, I notice like with other um, men, if I like first meet them and they don't quite know like what my deal is, and I do make them laugh, there is like no, they are not approaching me in any kind of romantic way, um, because then they're just like, oh, that's not what she's for. She's <laughs> she's like funny. That's like you know what I mean. Which whatever. I don't know. I'm like that's I don't really. You know, it's very rare that I'm missing out on something. Yeah. So I don't really care. Um, yeah, I think it's just. Uh. Or like if I think kind of the same thing, like if, if you were in a group and and like you like said something like you explained some like theory about like psychology or about something like I think a guy can hear that. And be like, wow, like that's really interesting. Like this person's really smart, but that like rarely then slots into a category of like, I want to know more, and I like also might want to see her naked and bone her later. <laughs> Which I don't know why it can't be all of them, but it usually I don't understand. Like, that's to me, that's the biggest turn on. Oh my god, yeah. Is like when someone yeah, like when somebody blows my mind with like some new theory or like some knowledge or yeah, like if he's making me laugh, I'm like, I wanna see you naked. Like yeah. that's the number one prerequisite to me being I shouldn't, with you. Yeah, I shouldn't say that, like, it's just been my experience that no, men but I, come at me. And I think, and part of it might be, in, like, some cases, friends have been like, oh, like, so-and-so, like, ask later if you were single or something. And I'm like, okay, well, so they were just intimidated, I guess. Yeah. But I don't have time for that. Just come up and talk to me. I don't, you know, I don't care. So I think sometimes it is the intimidation thing, but I think a lot of it is just like, oh, you're not... You're not for that. You're not. Yeah. You're not for my dick. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I won't put you in that bucket. You'll just be one of the other faceless women that does something else in the room. Um, that's how I've always felt, at least. <laughs> no, it makes so much sense because I feel like there's like a change in the room almost when, yeah, like if I'm. Um, if I'm talking about, yeah, like psychology or like something that I've read or if I like, if I'm making jokes, there's almost like a, yeah, like a change in the room and they feel like they have to like take back the stage almost. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the last time I was on a date with a guy and he was like, oh my God, like, you're just like, that was a great joke. Or like, 
just like gave me room to be myself. Totally. Like the guy that I was dating for, um, in the beginning of the year, he would like periodically, like I would tell him something. Cause I'm like, I'm, I love recommending things to people because yeah. I'm very attuned to like what they like and their taste. And I'm like, Oh, like this person would love this. And like, I told him about Hamilton, which like he hasn't heard about. What? And then I know <laughs> he lives in Iraq. The craziest thing. No, but I was like, I was like, dude, like it's hip hop and it's history and you love both. Like listen to it now. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like a week later, he's like, Oh my God, you have to listen to this. My friend told me about, <laughs> yeah. My friend oh, told me about me this so this play and like the soundtrack is amazing. And I looked at him and I was like, I told you about this a week ago. I was like, you're going to love this. It's hip hop and history and you love both. And he was like, yeah, anyway, like I love, like I love the third track. And I was like, motherfucker. And that happens all the time. Oh, he didn't even time. acknowledge? Nope. That happened oh, all the time. Yeah, they don't like, like that. Oh, my God. Like, recommendations that, yeah, like, I'd give him recommendations, and then, like, a week or two later, he was like, oh, I discovered this myself. Like, <laughs> that makes me so mad. <laughs> when people do that, that makes me crazy. My parents do that a lot, and it makes me so mad. I'm like, do you listen when I talk? You don't. They do that all the time. Yeah. Um, that is... Annoying. And then, like, one time he made a comment. He was or, like, "Like, what's especially annoying is that he blew right past and wasn't like, oh shit, sorry, that was you.' Thanks, nope. or whatever. Because like, anyway, look, yeah, he was embarrassed. And one time he told me he was like, "Well, I'm funnier than you," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> hell no! Oh, precious, what a precious thing to think! Hell to <laughs> the fucking no!" But this yeah. is really good. I don't know. <laughs> it's like so rare. I know. I know. I so I, I had to just like bite my lip and be like, all right, if you like whatever you <laughs> want to think, you, you want to think you're funnier, cool. So wait, let's go back to the itemizing of things that happens, I think, a lot on like in date situations and like date social situations of like the last year I went to these places mm. and I live in this and like, this is my job and this is my car and da, yeah. da, da, da. that's like, that's what I feel most about. That's what gives me the most social anxiety because I don't know how to, um, yes. like perform caring about that or like, or I'll, I don't know how to relate time, to I don't that. know how to convey that I, that that's all nice information and I don't think any of it's bad, but I for sure am not impressed by it or like put any value on it. Cause it's usually, Things that are tied to like monetary yes stuff yes um so that's what yeah so I feel so that's why I've been like so I don't want like so anti dating or anything because I'm not interested in like the itemization yeah of anyone's life in like the way that I feel like we have to do it now like it's it is yeah, very it's just like the thing it is very like, like let's check off the boxes like job yeah. check you know yeah. where I live check. Um, how many weddings I went to last year, check. Like, travel, check. Uh, hobbies, yes. check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel like it kind of, like, hurts my brain because that's not the way that I see people. Like, Yeah, that's not the like, way I connect with people, sure. Yeah, that's not the way that I connect. Like, yeah. Like, and, at all. And especially. Like, like, and I don't think people, that's, I would be surprised if someone connected with me on 
I mean, like more than just, oh, I went there. I also traveled to, you know, Australia or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I don't know of anyone that connects with me on those things in a meaningful way. I just don't think that's not, that's just not how humans connect. Right. Is it? I think some human, I really think that some humans do. I, um, I think they do. You must be right. Yeah. I think it's a different breed of humans. And I was, um, I went to this birthday brunch about a month ago, most of the conversation had to do with like the best places to eat people whipping out their maps and like, you know how like people map these out and just like going one by one. And Oh boy. That was like, that's, that was how, how they can. And and I really think like, that's how they connected. Like they were like, Oh, like I like, we have something in common. Mm Mm-hmm. That must yeah. mean like we are yeah, connected that's their now. Niche. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Some people like they really value maybe just like like the outside experiences. And I, think I so. value I think maybe it helps people place. Yeah, I guess maybe it just depends on what they value, like what common traits what? they value. Is it more of like the. Yeah. Like situational life. Like we've, we've, we've experienced these same types of things. Exactly. Where like, yeah. I think me, I, like my internal life is so much more interesting. Yeah. Same. So like, that's how I really tell other people. I'm like, Oh my God, like you've had the same thought or like, Oh my God, like we read the same article and like, we can talk about it for hours or like, we like the same comedian and like his stance on blah, blah, blah. Like that's what excites me. And that's how I connect with people. Like I connect with people on, Oh, like we think similarly or like we, you know, we've been through so-and-so and and, like now we're like different people and blah, like human experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm more like at this party once this person had exhausted everything he could think to ask me. And I was like, not giving him much. Um, I like turned around and was, like immediately in the deepest conversation with this, um, with this kid, this guy about, uh, I don't know how we started talking about it, but he was just like, I just like had some like shroom tea the other day. And, um, I really started thinking about our relationship with my mom. And then we were just talking about like our, like just the deepest, I mean, he was gay, of course. So, you know, like obviously, but yeah. God damn but, um, it. But it was just like, yeah, like start me there. Just exactly. It. Like it doesn't matter. I need. To, I don't need to know. I don't even know what he if he has a job. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what you do. I have <laughs> never cared what anybody has ever done ever. Um, truly, <laughs> I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, I've never cared. To me, it's like profession. it's <laughs> le- it's it's harder for me to connect with someone if they're like, I'm a lawyer, and I'm like. I, yeah. I don't have any like, experience being a lawyer, so... Like, cool. What's another thing? Yeah, like, we... Ha- like, how do we talk about... I, yeah. yeah, how do we connect on that point? Now, if it's like, I'm a lawyer, because when I was little, I was obsessed with law and order, and then I went... Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, just dive in. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Just pick one random thing, and let's just go deep on it, and yeah. see if we even enjoy t- saying words to each other. Saying words like, to I each other. Like, I think it's more... Yeah. Yeah. I don't care really what the words are, but like, can we say them to each other in a way that's natural? It's like, it's almost like music. Yeah. It's like with the right person, you just, the conversation flows. It's like, there's like 
the give and take and like even the pauses are okay because it all makes sense within the bigger conversation yeah 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 so if it's not feeling natural I'm either just out of there or I'm not giving anything to it I'm not and I don't feel bad (laughs) I'm gonna channel Maureen this now I mean I think if these are like very specific situations if it's a situation I feel like I should probably be polite and engaged like maybe with like an older person or I don't know something (laughs) at work like I'm good I'm not just gonna be like uh yeah whatever you're boring me or whatever (laughs) but um no but I'm specifically talking about dating situations yeah dating situations I'm just and I have just all the men I've dated have been fine they're all lovely genuinely good people yeah um but I have just like set the bar so low for a lot of things same but I'm just I'm just raising it to the highest notch. And I'm just like, if you're not trying. Yeah. Like, why like am I trying so hard? Sensing, like, if you're not sensing that this is forced, then yeah. like, do you even care? Are you paying attention to what you're asking me? Or are you just going through the motions? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I always feel like because of my like codependency issues and like people pleasing, I'm always the one who like wants to make the other person feel good. And like, feel okay, like not feel bad, like feel okay. And I'm very sensitive to their state Yes. at all times that I'm like, oh, like I, I sense a shift in their energy. So like, let me like pick up my energy. Like, oh, they're probably thinking like, I'm not as engaged. So like, let me tell a story and like, maybe I don't know what they're talking about exactly, but I'm going to pretend like I know what they're talking about just Mm -hmm. to like make them feel good, like make them feel okay. And like not awkward or embarrassed or like anything bad right which like why am I doing that it's exhausting it is exhausting and then I also feel like if that's happening because in a natural if something's feeling natural I'm not gonna like uh, like my my reactions will be natural like if something is someone tells me something exciting I'll be like oh cool but if it's um if I'm forcing it then like my excitement is like artificial and it, I, it sometimes it like can get misconstrued as actually being interested. And it's like, Oh no, 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 no. It's just cause I'm a bad actor. Like I don't. So I feel like it's like, it can really backfire on like meeting their forcing with your forcing. Yeah. It, and it usually does like it definitely backfires. And then I'm like, all right, I have to like either like keep drinking to have this conversation right, or, yeah. you know, like, or, because I can't do the sober. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. There's been, like, so many conversations where I'm like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have sounded so excited about that thing because they're going to keep talking about yes. it and I'm sending the opposite signal. Like, I should have just been like, oh, great. Like, I'm going to go over here now. Enjoy your night or whatever. Like, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm just taking all the weight out of all any, any social interaction with someone I might be dating. I'm just like, I can't, this can't be stressful from the get go or I'm going to fucking hate the whole thing. But do you think, has it ever been? I say that, but I'm, has it ever been what? Not stressful? Yeah. Like from the very beginning, like no, there's been like, I mean, I think, oh, I mean, there's certainly been like tension and stuff, but like in terms of, no, I no, I feel like typically it's been pretty, it's been, like, a natural, like, back and forth. Mm. But I feel like that's how it normally starts for me. It's like, if I can banter with you, yeah, then, then we're kind of, like, locked in. 
I and then like I can kind like of decide. Such a like, small sliver oh, so minute. of it's the so population minute. that I can do well, I that with. Met, I haven't met one of, one of our kind in many months, <laughs> many possibly years. I don't know. I, but there have got to be more out there. I know some. <laughs> I know. I know a few. There, there's just, there's got to be some out there. Yeah. I just will tolerate nothing else. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wish I had a resolve. I just, like, then... It's defeat. It's not totally <laughs> I mean, it's like, it, I am, I'm not, like... Yeah, I, I just have, there's, there's an absence of hope. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> um, well, it's been... <laughs> An hour and 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> so we should so probably long. wrap this up. We probably wrap it up. Oh, we didn't talk about Fleabag. Should oh. we each say yes. are a couple things we loved about season two of Fleabag? So I actually went, I started watching it again because I went back and I, I watched season two and then I went back and I watched season one and now same. I'm watching season two. Same! Again. I did the same thing. Um, and it's funny watching season two again because it's actually really cringy watching the scenes with the priest and her, because he, you just, because of he, what you know, yeah. you're just like, he's being very irresponsible with yes. like himself and with her the whole time in a way where like, and you know about that character that like, he's clearly done, gone through that a couple times. Yeah. So you're like, you shouldn't, this feels like an abuse of power. <laughs> I don't know if it's an abuse of power necessarily. Um, Cause he's obviously like, he's not her priest. So I feel like it's, pretty that's true maybe it's like a controversial view but i feel like it's pretty um no i think you're right because she's very staunchly like i'm not only am i not part of this church i'm a exactly. full atheist and everything I, yeah exactly yes and she definitely like is the one pursuing him hardcore from the very beginning um i don't know that's what i thought when it was the first time i watched it but the second time i'm like I mean, he's definitely, like, like, giving her some mixed signals, for sure. So many mixed signals. Yes. Yeah. But maybe, like, and it's probably just, like, from my lens of, I feel like everything is always my fault. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And, like, I'm always the reason why, like, things go wrong or, like, yeah. So I always feel, and, like, especially as a woman, so I always feel like, oh, like, she, like... No, like, it's up to her to, like, control her urges. Which, like, mm-hmm. why? That's, like, yeah, not I'm necessarily true. Yeah, I'm having the opposite reaction. <laughs> the time. I'm just, like, he is so... Like, he understands his world. She doesn't understand his world. Mm. Like, he knows better, and she doesn't. And, like, I mean, she kind of knows better, but he actually knows better. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real in her head. She doesn't know what your job entails. And if your job is important to you, as you say it is, don't fucking do this. Yeah. I loved how he was catching on to her, um, like direct camera. Oh yeah, my God. Just, that was my I favorite. Loved, that was genius. I loved it. was like, sh- like these like God little things were yes. happening on his end. And then that was kind of like her God thing, but also like that yes. was brilliant. And I so many like amazing comedic episode. moments where she was like talking to the camera and then he was like, What'd you oh say? <laughs> I know. I'm like, how many takes was that? She's so good. She's so She's good. incredible. I really liked at the beginning, and this is like sad, but kind of how I feel. The first episode when her dad and her are in the, like outside of the restaurant, and he's, and they're kind of like getting on like well and like kind of giggling. And he's like, you're not being naughty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter. And that was just like broke me. And I'm like, yep, that's pretty much it. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, 
that yeah. I thought that was just like genius writing. Just oh, it was. Just, and I forgot how hot her ex um, fuck buddy was. That dude. Oh my god, he's so stunning. You like you've even. Do you want to have sex? No. <laughs> It's like, can I just go down on you? No. <laughs> oh yeah, it was perfect. I loved. Was, um, perfect. I loved that Claire fell in love with a guy named Claire. Oh, yes, I loved the haircut. The haircut, the haircut yes. Rant when she was like, "Hair is everything." That was perfect. And then the fact <laughs> that it was the haircut. Oh, it was. It was just she's real. She's a real genius. And uh, I the writing is brilliant. Like a lot of stuff because I don't want to watch anything that's not made by her anymore. Same. Like, it's just so good that I'm like, why would I bother? Exactly. Anything else. Yeah. She's, she's, she's brilliant. Well, all right. Well, signing off, signing off. <laughs> Have, so Have a good one. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.